3: Recorded live.
4: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Beast Nation Radio.
0: I'm your host,
4: KK Velly, and tonight in the studio we have the one and only, the Rockness Monster. My co-host tonight will be Beast King. Tonight we're going to find out about the man behind the mic. i like to welcome you, Rock. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm chilling like a villain, chilling like a villain. How y'all? I'm good, I'm good. I'm definitely glad to have you in the studio with us tonight. It's a pleasure to be you know, it's not, not. I don't get many invitations. People, don't too many people invite the monster into their house and whatnot. They're they scared and whatnot. <laughs> well,
4: here at the Beast Nation Radio, we love having monsters in the studio. So it's, a, I
0: it's I, an honor I to have like the original. Good mix. I felt like this was a good mix.
4: Right, right. It's an honor to have the original here. So Rock, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? You know, thoughts from your humble beginnings that started you to be the man you are tonight.
0: Um. Well, I'm from Brownsville, Brooklyn. I mean, I was born in East New York, Brooklyn. But um, when I was two months old, my house was destroyed in a fire, landed me in Brownsville. By the time I was four months old, and um, I don't know. I was. I was. A, I was a. I was a tough nerd throughout my first few few years, you know, like from like about one to 11, you know what I mean? Like in kindergarten, first grade and all that, I was like the toughest nerd in the class. I was a nerd. I had all the good grades. I wasn't no troublemaker. I wasn't about, I wasn't about that life, but my mom's wasn't playing. She was like, you know, you can't be no sucker and living in here. And I, I knew that very early. So, you know, that was just me and you know that was the beginnings you know what i'm saying like when you think of that if you listen to who i am when if you really listen to our rap you could tell that you know that i'm you know that at least by my own standards i'm tough and um and that i'm not no no dummy i'm pretty you know i'm pretty informed mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you know i don't like to. i mean like i don't like to say i'm re- i'm smart because you know like that's Smart intelligence is something different, you know what I'm saying? I know I, I know some things, but you know what I mean but just being able to say that is a reflection of me being a nerd back then. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh
4: yeah, but, yeah definitely.
0: But yeah, you know, I got um I, I um around eleven years old. I, I ran into my homeboys from the block, you know, I, I came outside with the with the black homies, the the Sackman Street boys, and you oh. know, that's when I started um I don't know how I could thugging as they say, you know what I'm saying? I was running around doing I was running around running the streets doing all the bullshit. But I start. I also started rapping when I was eleven years old. I wrote my first rap. I had that one rap for that year. That whole year. I knew how to say it real good though, but it was just one ass rap. And then when I was twelve I wrote another rap. So I had those two raps for those that for that year. And then when I was 13, I I started writing verses by the time I got to junior high school and and whatnot. And I was on my way after that, you know what I mean? So, you know, I was pretty much to a, I'm just a more refined and polished version of what I was then, you know what I mean? Like, I just grew up and, you know, but it's still still basically the same principles that I was raised with, you know what I mean? The same mind, you know what I mean? Just... Just different goals, you know. Different, different surroundings, you know. I'm a dad now and stuff like that.
4: Mm-hmm. Definitely. So it kind of, um, you know, you having to, you know, grow up in the states, you know, learning from yourself from when you're younger to now, kind of crafts you into the man you are now. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
4: With the name you have, the Rockness Monster. How did you get that name?
0: Well, the name was, that's a funny, that's, it's a funny thing. My name wasn't originally, Rockness Monster was originally the name of my imaginary truck. It was the truck I was oh, going to wow. get. I didn't even know how to drive yet, but I knew that I was going to name my car, my truck, the Rockness Monster truck. And just one day, I don't know, like, I don't remember, I'm, I'm pretty sure it started, like, with, the video, the blah video, when we shot the video for Blah. Like I'm not even sure who was responsible for this, but it might have been Drew Ha's idea or something like that. But when the video comes on when each I mean in the video when when each one of us raps, our names come up. You know what I mean? And it just said the Rockness Monster and I was like that's cool. Fuck it. It works. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? But um my name was Rock. You know, at first, my name was, 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 was Jab Rock. That's why if you listen to a lot of my raps, you hear Bummy Jab. You know what I mean? Or newer raps in newer verses is Bummy Fly Jab. But my name used to be Jab Rock back in the days when, you know, rock used to be, like, a part of people's names. You know what I mean? It was like, you know, it was like Pete Rock, so to speak. Like, remember Cool Rock, Ski, like, from the Fat Boys. Like, Ski and Rock was was those suffixes that dudes used to add to their names and whatnot and Mm -hmm. you know mine was jab rock and then i changed it to jb rock for some reason oh yeah it was because jab rock seemed it was too close to the king ad rock from the beastie boys so i changed so i changed it to jb rock and then one day my man black shout out to my man kids and bills his his name was Kids and Bills when we was in high school, right? He had Kids and Bills when we was in high school, but um, he was like, "Yo, you should change. You should. You know what? You should just be the motherfucking rock." I'm like, crickets. He was like, "Words, son. Like, you know, like you. He's like, you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, JB. That's cool and all that, but." You always say that. Like I always would right. say the, the motherfucking rock. And he's like, that should just be your name. And that was my name. I was like, you know what? you, I'm with that. And I ran with it until me and Ruck ran into each other. And it was Ruck and Rock. So, you know, it wasn't the motherfucking Rock and Ruck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just Ruck and <laughs> Rock or Rock and Ruck. You know what I mean?
4: Oh, um, yeah. So tell me. What what is one of your most memorable moments thus far um, in the music industry? What has been your most memorable moment?
0: One of my I've had a lot of mo- I can't say Moses, I mean because first of all my memory bad right so mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure like there's some things that I well, I guess they're not that memorable if I don't remember them right but um <laughs> I do remember a lot of things and I remember quite a few good you know. Real, real, real good memories. And, like, I mean, I, think I I mean, it's a lot to pick from. But um, a lot of it has to do with either me. Uh, all of those memories have to either do with me on stage somewhere or me someplace where there are palm trees. Okay. <laughs> like. Like, my first time going to Cali, I will never forget. It was, like, it was one of the most memorable trips in my life. Like, the trip itself, like, it was my first time out there. I'd never seen Palm Trees. I may have seen Palm Trees because I might have went to Florida first. Yeah. But I was such a fan of West Coast hip-hop that it made it made a big difference. You know what I mean? Like, N.W.A. was one of my favorite rap groups growing up and all that, and a big inspiration on the way I rap. You know what I mean? So being in California was 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 a big deal to me, and the weather and the women and like 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 Raquel's mother's from California. I've never gotten California out of my system. You understand what I'm saying? Like from that point on, I've always went back to California. But on this first trip, it was just it was just amazing. Like I mean, like the the, the, the what was what happened? I, I was from top to bottom. The hotel we landed in. Was a hotel where um it was a dude who it was a um a porn director Ron Hightower he was in there oh, and, wow. he was, and he was a fan of Black Moon and he was shooting. You know, he was shooting in the hotel. So, so we get to sit in, or, I mean, we're not sitting in, but we got to hang around and frolic with a lot of porn chicks and shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like, no, I didn't smash no porn chick, but it, this was my first time in California. So, to land in the hotel with Vats going on is a win. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so, like, dude is a, and dude is a fan of ours. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like it was it was definitely it, it definitely helped add to the you know the memora, the
4: mem
0: the memorable the memorability whatever you know what i mean yeah to oh, yeah. to you know what i'm saying like um to the whole situation then um whatever we did the show show was was dope like um crazy dope show um um good experience i don't i mean like it was one of many good shows i don't really remember the show like detail for detail but like it was i just remember that it was a good show and it was in cali and i remember it was a dude out there named bigger b and i'm pretty sure he was the one who um rest in peace to bigger b he was a promoter out there he used to put on all the hip-hop shows out there i'm pretty sure he was involved in that one you know what i mean oh, okay. but um yeah, um and then and then after all of this, right, when it was time to go back home, Buckshot was scheduled to stay in Cali for another day or two because he had to record for this song on the Panther movie soundtrack called The Points. Oh, wow. the song was called The Points. And none of these fools from the boot camp wanted to stay another day. Like Buck didn't want to stay by himself. He wanted somebody to stay with him. And I was like, I'll stay. Like, <laughs> right. And I stayed. So on the day that dudes is leaving, like, they ship us. We get in the limo and go to another hotel that was super-duper nice. Like, I'm still new to the game. Like, it's my first time in Cali, so this might have been 94, 95, something like that. to the super-duper nice. You know what I mean I thought the I thought the, the the other one where the where the where the porn shit was going on was nice. You understand? <laughs> that shit was just average. You understand what I'm saying? I went to to um to, to, to the Nico hotel, right? And that's that it was off the chain. And from the time we pulled we pulled into the driveway, you know, the we get out the limo and my favorite rappers are looking out the window, greeting us. Like, I don't, I've never met these dudes. You understand what I'm saying? I'm a fan of these dudes. I don't even have a record deal yet. You understand what I'm saying? I've just been on Smith & Wesson record and the the the, the, the New Jersey Drive soundtrack. So I look out we we pull up in the spot and we see all kind of rappers. Like, Biggie was there, like, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony was there. Like, Buster Rhymes is yelling out the window, Yo, what up, God? Yo, go upstairs. Like, Snoop Dogg was like, dudes. No, Snoop wasn't there. That was another time. I was mixing up another time. But it was mad dudes there. So, like, I'm, as a fan of this shit, like, I was amazed. You understand what I'm saying? So, and this was where we stayed. And we went to this hotel where Redman and Big Mike and Coolio and all these other dudes, they were all on the song and in the studio together. And here I am with no deal. Just my man, just, 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 just my man sidekick right now. Right. And these, and, and I'm in, and I just, I just stumbled my way into this shit right here and, and these dudes know me. Like, like they record... And t- to have, like, Redman walk up on me singing the chorus to a Smith & Wesson song that I wrote. You understand what I'm saying? It, was, it blew my mind. You understand what I'm saying? And then I got... I, I, I ended up getting on the song... Like, I wasn't even supposed to be on the song. Like Redman suggested to Chris Lighty, rest in peace, Chris Lighty, because Chris Lighty was in ch- apparently was in charge of who got on the song and who didn't. And Red Man suggested Chris Lighty, you need to let you need to put one of them healthy skeleton niggas on the song, Right. And it was only one of them healthy skeleton niggas there. And right. the nigga Chris Lighty looked at me and was like, "Yo, what I rock, you not, you you're not have I'm like, Hell yes. You understand right. what I'm saying? I remember struggling to write a verse because for some reason like I was hearing the beat off. You know what I'm saying? So I was like hearing the beat a half a bar off and I couldn't really write to it. So I had to I ended up I'm seeing like dudes just like some dudes were just just spitting verses. Some dudes were sticking to the topic, but some dudes were spitting verses. I'm like, Oh, I can just spit a verse? All right, well Buck, you just count me in and I'm a rap. And I did right. that. You know, a couple of, I stopped a couple of times. I could because to me, I sounded like I was off beat. He was like, nah, you on, son, go, just go. And I did it. And that was my verse. And to top it all off, I got paid for this song. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Not- not only did I get paid, because these, these movie dudes, they don't play, you understand? Movie soundtrack movie money is some of the best money, some of the best thing that ever happened to rappers, right? Not only did they pay me $5,000, I never, I didn't even have a, like, I had never had $1,000 before. You understand what I'm saying? And these niggas paid me five of them, right? And Zan paid Ruck five of them too, just because they used the name Help the Skelter. Like, Ruck wasn't even there. <laughs> Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's definitely one of my most memorable moments or collection of moments in hip-hop in my career.
4: That definitely sounds, like, so crazy. It sounds like that would have been, like, an overwhelming experience as well.
0: Oh, man, it was crazy.
4: I know you mentioned uh, Health of Skelter. Like, how did that group get started?
0: I mean... Well, me and Ruck was from the we, you know, our mothers knew each other, but that really don't, didn't have anything to do with it because they knew each other when we were younger. We, you know, we would see each other. You know, we was kind of play cousins. That like, I mean, they they always knew each other. They were friends, but some was from a different set of projects. And in Brownsville, like you know, I guess like with any other hood, like the dudes from your block are the dudes that you most closest to. You know what I mean? But um, as, you know, when we got a little older, we ran into each other because, like, some of, like, some of, the, some of the dudes that I had just started running with, like, I mean, because I went to high school with these dudes were, were his boys. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I essentially was, you know, when I looked at it later, like, I was hanging out with his crew. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like some dudes that – now, those were his niggas. You understand what I'm saying? And I just happened to be in the same school with them, so I started running with them. And I would hear them telling stories about, you know, what they do. They, you know, like, they man, like, you know, they homeboys and all the wild shit they was doing when I wasn't around or before I was around, you know what I'm saying, or yesterday or what they was going to do tomorrow. And all of the crazy war stories, and I would just hear the nigga name, I would hear the name Ruck pop up a lot, and I would ask, like, who is Ruck? And they were like, you because the nigga was crazy, so, you know, he, his name would pop up in a lot of good stories and shit. Right. I'm like, who is this nigga Ruck? they like, son, you know him. You got to know him. I know you know him, son. Like, la 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 la. His name's Sean Price. I'm like, I know a lot. Like, Sean is a common name in the hood, in my, amongst my, just my, circle. Like, my older brother's name is Sean. I got the cousin named Sean. Another top dog's name is Sean. Like, all these Sean's and shit. So, it's like, you know, I didn't know what Sean was talking about, but when I figured it out, I figured it out one night at a hole in the wall club in Brownsville. It's actually called the law school. You see that. You see that. We is a shot of it in the video, in my new video for Streets One Blood. Um It's where they used to have parties in there. The most, I mean, and this shit was—I didn't even go to this shit. Like niggas from my block didn't even go to that shit right there because that shit was a death trap. One of the most notorious stories about that spot is one night Big Daddy Kane performed there, and the whole shit got shot up. You understand oh, what I'm wow. saying? But um, that's one of the notorious stories. I wasn't there. I can't even confirm or deny. But this is the men, This is what niggas from my side of the street from my side of the hood think happened just so you right. understand what i'm saying so oh, yeah. we don't we don't even fuck with that spot and this and this big daddy Kane shit happened when we was younger so we don't really fuck with that side it was only because i was fucking with ruck homies you understand who were now my homies and understand what i'm saying that i was over there you know it was a, it was a party going on or whatever somebody was having a party and we went over there And dudes was in there rapping, you know, it was a little open mic situation going on, and everybody in there was trash, except for me, my cousin, who used to be my partner, who was a girl, by the way, also, whose name was Sean. Oh, wow. And um, me, her, and another guy. The other guy was Ruck. And went out when we was outside basically or after after we all finished rapping and me and my man's and this was talking about how everybody was trash except us and one of my men was like the only other nigga got busy was Ruck. I'm like, What, Ruck, Ruck was Ruck here? He was like, Yeah Oh and I went and found him and the rest is history.
4: <laughs> wow. That's a crazy story. Um what has, what was it like um to work, you know, to be a part of the of health sheltering you know, doing the music
0: you guys did together. Um, what was that I mean, it was, like? it was mostly fun. I mean, like, me and son were, um like, I grew up a grump. So most of my friends are funny because I was a grumpy little nigga growing up and shit, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, so most of the people that became my friends was people that was funny, people that would make me laugh or whatever. And, um you know, Ruck is legitimately the funniest nigga a lot of people know, period, like. He could have, a long time ago said fuck rap and do stand-up or or, or or something involving comedy, right? Okay. So most most of the like I mean when you when you know a dude like that, he is the life of the party, you know what I'm saying? When that dude comes around, like you could have ten friends and when he comes around, you notice a big difference. You know what I'm saying? When your group of friends comes when when you when you, when you're with your group of guys he's the life for the party. You understand what I'm saying? And it was a group of us, you know, the whole boot camp and MFC and all of that and all of that and all of that. But he just happened to be my partner. So, I feel like I probably had the most fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I got the, like, I had to deal with, you know, I, I had to deal with it the most. You know what I'm saying? We made albums together. We was around, you know, we used to share the same hotel room. shit. We shared we shared a crib together. Like, it was nights we shared the same bed. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I got you know I got to get all I got all the jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so okay. working with them, you know, it wasn't nothing different. It was always you know it's it's just me, it's just you and your friend. You know what I'm saying? You and your boy, doing your thug thizzle and shit. You know what I mean?
4: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Beast can you got any questions?
0: Huh? Oh,
5: uh, you? Oh, uh, you know me? me. You know me, I've been having a ball listening to my brother Rock <laughs> just laying down. See, because 'cause I'm a big fan of Duck Down Records. I remember when I bought my first Duck Down record tape that I bought was was Help to Skelter. It was yes. not final, and then everybody in my hood in Michigan, I was putting them on y'all, but they ain't even know. I was letting them know. I said Sean Price mm-hmm. and him, they nasty with it. Then I bought the Magnum Force album. Operation Lockdown. I played that video so much. People was getting tired of me. I didn't care. Then they flipped it on YouTube. I was <laughs> posting it everywhere. I didn't care. That's I made
0: so it awesome.
5: my I made it my job to learn your verse for a long oh, time. <laughs> That's
0: what's <laughs> up, so, man. Thanks. I appreciate
4: that. So, I know you got some questions for Rock over here.
0: Oh, this is
5: like this is more exciting for me. And people don't even know because I've been put people in Michigan on the boot camp clip, the original gun clappers. I've been put, I was putting them on that so much. They wanted to see about New York. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's a whole different vibe. Like the Michigan sound is different from the New York sound, just like the West Coast sound. You know, the sounds are so much different from each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's bars in Michigan, though. I'll be paying attention. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I got bars you. out here. For real? I said, y'all got bars out here. Y'all do. I be yeah. I be paying attention. Oh, yeah.
3: That
6: was
0: Definitely. that was like a super confidence boost right there.
6: <laughs>
5: Not real talk.
0: Like I mean, come on. You got first of all, y'all got some great like like notable greats out here. You know what I'm saying? You got. M and M and you know D twelve and 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 Royce that's all Michigan you know what I'm saying like 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 those dudes get busy like you know what I'm saying last time my track Detroit was in Michigan just Michigan like you know what I'm saying right. like those is bars right there you understand what I'm saying and I I, I follow the, the um I pay attention. Not as much as I did at you know like a year or two ago, but I still follow the battle network, you know the battle circuit. And Detroit oh, yeah. got and Detroit got some spitters. Oh yeah, We've, I, 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 we. I have, I fucked with the boy Calico and um and who else? uh moth uh, one and who else? y'all got Uh Quest McCody from out here. Yeah. Yeah, son. We got, um, we got,
5: we got X rated. We got uh, we got quite a few. Yeah, we
7: X Factor.
5: And we got X. Yeah, we got them too. Mhm. Yeah. I'll be checking.
7: I'll
5: be now. Knowing.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: now, one of the questions <laughs> I was one of the questions I wanted to know, like when when y'all broke off and started doing y'all solo careers. What was, like, one of the greatest albums that you, you did as a solo artist?
0: Well, I didn't really do an album. as a, Well, I did an album, but I never put it out. I mean, I did mixtapes, but, like, I didn't, you know, my, just, the album I'm about to put out is my first solo album. I mean, like, I recorded a solo album, but it never came out. You know what I mean? It was all mixtapes. So, I mean, like, for me, I mean, like, you know, a lot of people look at mixtapes like albums, like, but, you know, as a you know, as an artist from the era I'm from, you know, I don't but I get it, you understand what I'm saying? It's still a body of work, you know what I mean, with lyrics and beats and a concept. So Yeah. yeah. Um I think my I think my best one might have been Shell Shock. Like mm. Shell Shell Shock was crazy.
4: Oh yeah, definitely, one. Well one of I studio audience members want to know, Rock, is there any unreleased health to- Healthy music that may be coming up for the fans anytime soon.
0: Yes, there's unreleased healthy, skeleton music.
6: Okay,
0: there is. Okay. Got it. Yes. Woo. Oh, got
5: it. Got hype again. <laughs>
4: Definitely. So, like, um I have a couple guests on the line that would like to ask you a few questions. So, I'm gonna go with go.
8: one of our callers.
4: All right, all right. Welcome, Finn, into the studio. What questions do you got for us?
8: Hey, what's going on, man? My name is Eric. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you, man. When I was young, I had a CD from Tupac and shit called Better Days. It was a uh, real old joint and shit, one of the joints that got released after he died. And on the second mm-hmm. disc, it was a track called Military Minds that featured, I didn't find out until way later, that featured Boot Camp Click, like almost all of y'all. And, um... You know, I was bumping that shit when I was young, had everybody versus remember, but I had no idea who I was listening to and shit and didn't even think to look it up. And later I find out, you know, the whole boot camp click and shit. And I'm like, oh, shit, I know these niggas. And I called, I mean, I, uh, I called basically to ask, like, what was your uh, relationship with Pac like back in the day? Or did you in particular, like, even have one? Was it kind of like where it was spread out or was it just between, like, Buck and him? Or, you know, what was the deal with that?
0: No, it was actually... If you go back, it wasn't all of us. I mean, you got to understand, it was it's a lot of boot camp members, and the, the world recognizes, you know, for the most part, only eight of us They refer to us as the great eight, and that's wow. Buckshot, Smith & Wesson, the Skelter, and OGC, right? The only ones that were on that project with Tupac was Buckshot and Smith & Wesson. Oh, okay, you know Well I mean? Well. Yeah, I never, me, none, none of the rest of us, like, me, Ruck, or OGC, none of us ever met Tupac, but we oh, did man. meet the outlaws. Like, I have, you know, like, the outlaws, like, we, our relationship continued with the outlaws for all, even till present day. Like, I was at Fatal Hussein's funeral. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Oh,
8: word, word. Yeah, rest in peace, Fatal Hussein, too. Word. Rest
0: <laughs> in peace, my nigga.
8: Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, that's pretty much all I had. I mean... Unless, uh well, I guess I squeezed a little bullshit question in there that I probably got answered a couple times. But like, what, what made y'all, uh, what inspired y'all to go with the help uh,
0: Disgout the, hell, the skeleton name, like so taking it from boot the camp? shit.
8: huh? With the name Bootcamp? No, nah, no. Nah, what, uh, what made y'all go with the Hell the Skeleton name? Like I said, it probably got answered before and shit, but I ain't never oh.
0: getting it. Oh no, nah, that was um, that was a Sean P thing. Like you know, Ruck was um, Ruck was a uh, uh, fucking walking encyclopedia. And he used to read a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? And one day he just walked up to me with the idea because we had another name and it was whack. But um, he was like, yo, instead of this whack shit, um, how about we roll with Helter Skelter? I'm like, what is that? And he just told me. He's like, what the dictionary says is utter confusion. He said, but word. there's also some contra- there's just controversy around it, you know what I'm saying, he's a Charles man, I'm like nigga, you had me at utter confusion, let's go you <laughs> understand what I'm saying
8: word, that's slick as shit man, I didn't even know the definition of that shit, I just took the shit from the Beatles song for real
0: <laughs> word, I mean, yeah, I mean, cause that's all it is, they saying that the word, like they mean in like Toxie Turby, you know what I'm saying, like if you like, I notice, you know, me being a Knicks fan, right um from New York, when I watch Knicks games, the guy, what's his name, Walt Clyde Frazier, you know, one of the Nick greats, he's a he's a commentator, and a lot of times he'll use the term, and not just him, I hear it a, a lot of, like when the game gets out of hand, you know what I'm wow. saying? When the the shit is just out, the game gets out of control, you'll hear them use the term "helter skelter." Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Wow. Because that's, that's, that's just, you know. It's just like you know. It's just it just means hectic. You know what I'm saying? Like complete confusion. Like you know, just just ruckus. You understand right. what I'm saying?
8: <laughs> Word. That's what's up. All right, man. I think
0: that's all I had of shit. Word. But yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for
4: uh, thanks for talking. Thanks for calling, bro. No problem, man. Yeah, rock that guy right there. That's Eric, aka Sin. Um, he straight out of Baltimore. He's actually an artist himself. And that guy right there has bars on top of bars, and his lyrics have, like, some real poetic feel to them, too. Um, he's actually a pretty close friend of mine. He he does pretty amazing music.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what's up.
4: So I like to know, Rock, I ask this when I have, you know, artists come and interview with me. I always ask them, if your body of work were a woman, what would she look like? <laughs>
7: <laughs> my body at work.
4: Yeah. What would she look like?
3: <laughs> oh man. There's
0: a lot of ways I can answer that. <laughs> um I remember. My- my body at work were a woman, what would
3: it look like? Mm.
0: My first thought was ugly. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, were you, that was my first thought. I'm like, Pff, bitch, be ugly. Because the shit I be spitting be ugly. You understand what I'm saying? But she be stacked though, you know what I'm saying? She she be she be thick than a motherfucker.
4: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one.
0: before. <laughs> that? Uh, she be mean too, you know what I'm saying? She she would be. Uh, she be mean, but you know what I'm She has she has some inner beauty though. You know, the, you know them know the ugly chicks that if you look at them real real hard. Oh, like, yeah. well she got nice, I, you know what? She all right. She all right.
6: <laughs> well, she, yeah. actually, she ain't pretty,
0: but she beautiful. You know you know one of those? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
4: definitely, definitely. <laughs> so can you tell me the first time you ever performed on stage? Were you afraid when you first ever performed on stage?
0: I'm still afraid when I perform on stage. Oh, wow. You always get butterflies and shit, bubble guts and all kind of shit. Yep, that's why I always, most of the time, I try to, um, I try to take a moment to myself before mm-hmm. a show. You know what I mean? Like me and P used to take a moment together. You know what I mean? Well, we just relax, just away from everybody. We burn one. And you know, just just mellow out, cause when I get on stage, like my adrenaline be so high and shit, I tend to get I, like, like I be um, like I tend to yell,
6: mm-hmm.
0: and, I, and I I, I need I, I need to relax so, so that I don't yell, you know what I mean? When I go out there, cause if the cry, if the energy is high from the audience, then the energy is high for me, All right. You know what I mean? And if it's the more energy, the higher, you know, the more energy they give, the more I give. And I I need to be mindful that I give them energy without yelling or giving them too much. You know what I mean? But that's till this day, literally. Like, the first time I went on stage, the first time I ever performed, what was the first time I ever performed? That shit was scary. Yeah, I was on stage by myself, no hype, man. I ain't know nothing about no. Not no no T V track, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't no ad libs and no chorus in the track, it was just me going, dying on stage about running out of, running out of air. But I made it to though.
4: Definitely. I know, um, even myself as a performer, I still sometimes get like those butterflies and you you have to like take a moment to yourself and like forget about everybody else in the room. And then it's like once you get started though, it's like the butterflies disappear and you're like in your zone.
0: Yeah, once you get started, like to li- like literally, I could have to sneeze if I start the rap before I sneeze. I'm not gonna sneeze.
4: Oh wow, it <laughs> takes some real self control.
0: I mean, I don't even it ain't. It's it's. I think it's involuntary. Like I, I don't. It's not even self control. It's just like once I start going, my like my body do the rest for me. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a fucking verse going on. Anyway, sneeze. Fuck out of here. Go. <laughs>
4: Right, right. Um, do you have any, like crazy or fun memories of Sean Pike? What'd you say? Do you have any crazy or fun memories of Sean Pike? Come on.
0: That's a trick question.
4: <laughs> no, but give give me a few of your memories though that you have. That just those ones that out you know, always be with you.
0: Me and some first started hanging out with each other, I still live with my mom's nigga, my mom's left him in the crib, right? I was mm-hmm. asleep. I woke up with this, to this nigga's hand on my forehead, right? Squeezing my face, screaming,
6: ah, I got struck by lightning and the thunder falling up.
0: Like, literally, like, this was, like, this oh, was, uh, these were some of the beginning, the beginning moments of our friendship and shit. Right? Like, this nigga's stupid. This nigga's really an asshole, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, that's just an early, quick one. Um, the dude, I don't know, like, he's, um, like that nigga was a riot Like the the like the button Like he was always on Like the button broke You can't turn him off You understand what I'm saying This shit He's just always on Like Like nigga be on stage Backstage I mean it was a point When we got tired of the fact Like we didn't We didn't like We don't like the fact that People You know we got to a point where we didn't like the fact that Our fans used to dress down To come to our concerts so, like, nigga, like, niggas would come to, our concerts, come to our shows, like, they'd take off their nice shit and go put on dirty shit. Like, what you trying to say about us? Is this is this what you think? Right?
6: Right.
0: Niggas in the fucking crowd with fucking boots, with, with Timberland boots, with tape on them and shit. Like, the, the dusty-ass boots. Nigga look like he stepped on a landmine and shit, right?
9: Oh.
0: <laughs> and, um, yeah, Rupp told him he looked like he stepped on a landmine and shit. Like, Ruck was a... T- Ruck made, ruck made niggas start getting fresh to come to our shows and shit. And I, I intend to continue that tradition. So when we come into my shit looking like this is the old world, like oh, this, this, straight from the sewer, we all got to wear our sewer gear. No, nigga. First, right.
4: <laughs> you got to come and represent.
0: Right. Went dressed like that, going to a 50-cent concert.
4: Right, right. Um, what artists do you
0: listen to today? None of them. None of them. Not really. I mean, like I listen to Sean P. That's the only thing that really be making me want to write. But all right, let me see. Let me give it Let me. Let me. Let me think, because that's that's not necessarily true. I just don't listen to music a lot right now. You understand what I'm saying? But the pan. Some of the Pandora stations that I have. You know what I'm saying on my phone. I guess that's a good barometer. You know what I'm saying of what I'm. You know what I what I would listen to, and a lot of it is old. A little bit of it is new. You know what I mean. Um, the newest shit I got Meek Mill. I got a Meek Mill station on my phone. Um, I might have had. I may have a Drake station, but I didn't put it there. My man put it there, and I didn't bother to take it out.
6: Um,
0: <laughs> Um, I have a Rick Ross station. Um, but, like, it's the, the thing about Meek Mills and, and Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. They're the last of successful hardcore niggas in the game. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, the the game is is real soft i mean i don't and i don't mean it to disrespect nobody you understand what i'm saying that's not what i'm trying to do right now i'm not one of those dudes who feels like such and such ain't real hip-hop i mean whether you feel whether you agree with me or not i don't give a fuck i've been doing this shit long enough i've been locked up for hip-hop i've been injured for hip-hop you understand what i'm saying like And I've been doing this shit for 20 years. Like, I can say what I want and be unapologetic. I mean, like, I know how to say what I mean and mean what I say. So, you understand? I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I don't feel like like trap music or any other whatever. I don't feel like that's not hip-hop. I don't feel like that's the problem with hip hop. I feel like the problem with hip hop is that it's the only shit that they play. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But I don't feel like it's not. It's just, it's just someone. It's just another region's interpretation of it. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Like when Gangsta Rap came out, that wasn't hip hop. When you look back at it now, it's it's very hip hop. Oh yeah,
4: definitely.
0: You understand what I'm saying? But um, what was what was the question? What I was going to say, I was going somewhere important with
3: this. Um
0: What I'm listening to, yeah, I don't. So just so like the things that I do listen to, like mm-hmm. I mean, so so things that I. <clears throat> excuse me, let me back up. So with with all of that being said, like I feel like. Right now, it's like all they play is a certain type of music, and it's a very non-aggressive type of music, of hip-hop. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? And I just... And there's nothing wrong with that. I just prefer... I just like me some aggression in my shit. You understand what right. I'm saying? I, I like my raps like I like my movies, action movies. You understand what I'm saying? Action-packed and kind of stupid. That's what I like. You understand what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. So, you know, whereas... You know, even you know, back in the golden era or whatever ever you know whatever ever came all the, whatever the errors came before this, it was a big it was a mixture. You know what I'm saying? You could have you could have Big Daddy Kane on the radio now, Slick Rick on the radio next, Bismarky on the radio next, Nice Smooth on the radio next, and then N.W.A. on the radio, and none of that shit sounded like none of it. Right. You understand what I'm saying? But even when all of that was out, like, of all of that shit, my favorite and that bunch that I just named would have been Big Daddy Kane. Why? Because it was the hardest of those that I just mentioned. You understand oh, yeah, what I'm definitely. saying? So, that's just my preference. So, with that being said, when in, when in regards to dudes like Meek Mills and Rick Ross, like, they are the last of that we have. Mm-hmm. That's really successful you understand what i'm saying that's on your tv and on your radio every day successful type of you know what i'm saying you know you can success can be measured in many ways i'm just talking about rap nigga success right
4: right
0: you understand what i'm saying so yeah like and i you know i'll be feeling like you know like like they trying to get rid of that Mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying so I hold on to those two niggas <laughs> you know what I'm saying? until I can uh, until I could pull off a miracle, or somebody else do. You know what I'm saying?
4: Oh yeah, definitely. Have you ever thought about like doing any acting, like for movies or anything?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm actually doing acting now. I'm doing I'm I'm, I'm working in a um a web series right now. I can't tell you too many details on it, but this shit is dope. Um, I just it's a movie about the, it's a it's a movie about to come on out called blind that um i mean i've been in a couple of little little um little punk flicks over the years or whatever but um you know uh what was it Barik Bar- was born uh I, f- I forget the other ones i mean but um yeah, I'm definitely with it. I mean, I was acting before I was rapping. As a kid, I used to be in school plays and shit like that. I played, I played George Jefferson in, in a school play once as a oh, kid. Wow. <laughs> and then, oh, like, wow. And then, like, two years later or a year later, I played Ed Norton in another school play and shit. like. And I, and I was pretty good and shit, I think.
4: Oh, wow. <laughs> so tell me, would you say, would you call yourself a poet? Because I know... Rappers and poets have a debate all the time, and poets say rappers are poets. Would you consider yourself a poet?
0: I mean, if a poet don't consider me a poet, then, I mean, maybe I ain't. I never gave a fuck about that right there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, what, what's the definition of a poet? I mean, if, you know, when when, when it comes to shit that I don't care about, I go to textbook definition. You understand what I'm saying? And if by, if if the if by if the dictionary definition say I'm a poet, then I'm gonna roll with that one. Right. <laughs> I
4: feel that. I feel
0: that. Cause I don't give a damn. I don't. I'm honestly I don't. You understand what I'm saying? Like I could not care. I I couldn't care about something less. You know what I'm saying? Like real talk. Like I mean, I know that what they do ain't what I do. You understand what I'm saying? And what I do ain't what they do. Now, are they they comparable to each other? I mean, yeah. Are they the same thing? No.
4: Right. Like they're two different different genres, definitely.
0: You know what I mean? So I don't care. I don't want to offend no poets by saying I'm a poet. If they, like, that's not no, all right, nigga, all right, whatever,
6: niggas.
4: <laughs> right, I ain't
0: claiming poet gang, nigga.
4: <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Hey, Beast, King, you got any questions for Rock over here? I know you. You know you've been letting me. You know talk my. You know talk his ears off over here. I know you got a couple questions. Oh no,
5: no, no! I have questions because I've seen one of the greatest things I saw was those freestyles you and you and Sean P did on the live shows. And I've been seeing other artists that came after you that couldn't fuck with what y'all said. Like, period. They really couldn't. Like, I could tell what was written and what was freestyle. And y'all was just setting bars so high. I knew, after they knew that you was in the radio station, they wrote something to even try to come on that same level.
0: Mm. I mean, the thing it's just like me and, me and P are two big dudes. You know what I'm saying? And we do things big. And, like, our lyrics were big somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just words, but somehow they were bigger than other people's words. You know what I mean? Like, dudes be having bars, and, you know, but it just doesn't, you know, like, that was why I chose him to be my partner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I mean, he chose me to be his partner, but it was I had already schemed on him. It was like I tricked him into it. You understand what I'm saying? Like I, sk- I on him. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, I chose him. You know what I mean? I'm just glad that it worked. You know what I'm saying? But because like it was it was something that matched my 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 potency. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like a dude could be a better lyri- could be better lyrically than I would be, you know, I mean, even though I didn't think nobody was better than me back in the days and shit, but if a dude even I mean, a dude could be lyrically better than me, but couldn't match my potency. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a little nigga on the track with me. He get busy though, but he a little nigga. You understand what I'm saying? And my shit just sound. And I'm not even a big nigga. I'm a giant. That's just the feeling that I that I get. Like that's that's how I describe. That's the best way I can describe it. You understand what I'm saying? And okay. it's you know it's the it's the words. It's it's, it's the, the I don't know. It's the delivery the um the work the difficulty level but like I like I hear rappers who do shit more, that's more difficult than what we do but it's not as potent like it's it's it's, it's hard to explain so I was just like yo that nigga right there um like yeah that's um that's why I chose him I'm like I knew once I heard that once I heard him do that I was like that's it right there that's what I need
4: So, you as an artist, like, would you say that you freestyle um, most of the lyrics that you've done, or would you say you wrote them down? What is your process as far as getting ready to do a track?
0: Nah, I only freestyle on Mondays from, in between the hours of 6 or 8 on my radio show, Beat Minus <laughs> 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 On Beat Minus. It's called Monster Monday. It's on Beat Minus Radio. Other than that, if you see me rapping, most of the time... It's probably written. It might be pieces of freestyle in it, but if it's a camera around and I know it's cameras around, I'm going for the juggler, because that's just what it is. Like if you search, if you search back far enough to some freestyles of, of the boot camp and the fad five, like I listen. Look, I've searched back far enough. I'm that kind of dude. I look back for for the shit on in my past. I'm um okay. and. A lot of that shit I was we was trash. When we was freestyling. That's the thing with freestyling, it's too unreliable. If you ain't really, 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 really for real about that freestyle life, then your freestyle is unreliable. You understand what I'm saying? You shouldn't you probably shouldn't do it when the money is on the table. If you ain't getting paid the freestyle, don't freestyle. Go in. You understand what I'm saying? This this, 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 may be your first and last impression you make on somebody.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I understand oh, that boy. exactly.
0: You understand, understand what I'm saying? That they know me. This... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Go ahead bro. I was going to say this shit, this, like, this is, a, you know, like, it's not like this is our job, you understand what I'm saying? And the the mm-hmm. the you know what sound dope and what don't. You understand what I'm saying? Yep your, your opinion and your and your taste is literally when you, you couple that with your ability, it, it's your opinion and what you like, your taste and sounds is that is what got you here. You understand what I'm saying? And if you can't you know, if you if you smart enough to know, or if you or if you know that you not that equipped to 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 bend and mend words that well on the spot, I still say it's risky. Even for a nigga who, who's like you, a professional, like a professional freestyle. If that's what you do, it's still risky. Unless that's what you do and that's what people accept from expect from you, then maybe you're right. But niggas expect bars from me, and I can't afford to not never give them to them. I'd rather give you nothing than to give you some something sloppy.
4: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I have to agree with that. It is, it's better to have something prepared because then it's like you know what you're gonna do. You have this bar set for yourself, and you know that you can accomplish that. Like right that.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: So yeah. Tell me, Rock. Uh, what would you tell your past self?
0: Um, my past self, you got some, you know, these are good questions. Um, what would I tell my past self?
3: would tell that little nigga, it's not always good to be so patient.
0: Mm -hmm. Patience is your strength. It's one of your strengths. Be proud of it, but don't abuse it.
3: powerful
0: message right there. Very
4: powerful. Why would you tell your past that?
0: Because many moments have passed. You see, I've seen so many of them, so many things, like time waits for no man. You just see so many. When you look back or when you sit on, when you're sitting on an idea, you sitting on some feelings, or you sitting on some money, or whatever it is, you can blow an opportunity just sitting on it, waiting for the right time. The right time may never come. You got to make the right time, you have to impose your will on the world. Mm.
3: That's
4: a powerful message, right there. Um, Rock, we got another caller on the line or to ask you a question.
7: Go ahead, go, ahead, go ahead.
4: Welcome, welcome. J and K to the studio. We are interviewing the one and only the Rockness monster. How are you doing
7: tonight?
10: I'm good, I'm good. Um, Rockness, my my people. Um, what up, what up? My goodness, yo, when I heard the question of, of, of poetry, you are history mm-hmm. poetry. You you represented that. Nobody got with you when you moved, uh, Buckshot, and and helped us, helped us at five. When y'all did y'all thing, y'all y'all shook the planet. I'm calling from North New Jersey. Y'all shook the planet. Mm-hmm. I had I I was driving a Honda Civic at 85 joint when you came out.
6: <laughs> um, the mm-hmm. intro,
10: <laughs> the intro was like, um, what was the one, uh, um. If you a dedicated soldier, dope. say here we come, here we come, and I'm like, yo, this 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 was just came out and just he told you he was coming, and you can't do nothing about it, yo, um, yo, when man, I, I'm gonna say about this when when the word dopeness came, you buckshot, I, I liked your whole crew, but you had that you had that energy. You were like the uh the the bust around of, of L ones That's what you were for helper skelter because you, you came out with stuff that people wouldn't even imagine to come up with and then and then the flow, ridiculous. And then the you don't hear like the deep voice coming out. Some people wanna sound smooth and pimpy. You you came out and just like, yo, I'm turning up the, the sewer and throwing it at your headpiece. And I think you did a, <laughs> a piece with uh M O P, right? Um Firing Squad. I believe we did a pe. I believe I did a piece with them, but I, I cause I told uh, Lady Piranha that yo, I got, I, I gotta get onto this show. I send invites. I'm like yo, this people who grew up in my era, the '90. I graduated in '93, so you know, mm-hmm. you, you were there. So I, yeah. I just want to say I appreciate um, what you did and and you're, what you're still doing because I still go back to YouTube and, and still play those old joints. And, and I'm, I'm going to speak for you about the new hip-hop era. And I usually don't do that, but, you know, they, they can't – I think the syllables that you spit from just something that – having a bad day about brushing their teeth is more significant than what they're having on a their, on their, their, their albums. I'm, I'm serious. And I'm not, I'm not hating or nothing, but I need a substance. I need something we go over the basketball court – Am I
0: gonna
5: amp yeah, up
0: like that, Incredible Hawk. <laughs> nah, but yeah, you got dudes like you got you got Young Kendrick running around busting raps for real, for real. Yeah. You understand okay. what I'm saying? It's out there. You just it's just not on the radio. You got to look for it. You got to type. You know, it's it's not it's, it's it, it sucks that you can't be surprised by nothing. Anything you hear, you got to go look for now. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? You can't just turn on the radio and hear no new no new bars. You understand That's what I'm right. saying? But you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you just got to try to stay in tune. Like when when people share music with you, because people share music all day and most of us don't listen to it. We pass it right on by. We got to start clicking on it and giving it a listen. You understand what I'm saying? Because you never know what you might get.
10: That, I, I I totally agree. But you know how some people have their they own agenda. Like if you and your group, any from uh boot can't come out i don't gotta i don't gotta go preview it. I already know what y'all gonna do so being i got a hectic schedule I don't have that error irrit- to mutation as i used to so right i you're right there are people i heard about Kendrick. um but is this some something about the, that that error you know like you said big daddy came he's it. he ain't had to come and tell you that he was gonna um you know what they're doing today. He just came out and did it set it off and stuff like that. And he was like, Yo, this cat, yo, who, who is he? You know, so I just wanted to um come through and just be like, Yo, this cat, that's the that's the realness. He his name is his own. And no one can't it's no copy, it's no Verox, it's nothing but rockness. So I just wanted to say appreciate you,
4: you know, being you and keep doing you.
0: Thank you, sir. Appreciate you.
4: Yeah, thanks, Jane. Hey, Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Rock, you got a lot of love in here tonight in the studio. Like, you have a lot of fans and stuff. Uh, we have, like, a, a board where some of the guests can, you know, email us questions and stuff during the live show. So, you know, people are just going crazy here tonight.
0: <laughs> what are they talking about?
4: Well, really, they're just, they're just really wondering, um, like I said, we asked about the unreleased music, about the health skelter. And I Mm -hmm. want to know about some upcoming projects. Do you have any live shows coming up soon?
0: Well, we got a um, boot camp. We got a a dug down 20-year anniversary show coming up in New York on December 3rd at BB Kings. So that's going to be a pretty big deal. (laughs) That's going to be a pretty big deal. Um, We got some... We're um we putting together I'm putting together a European run. I wonder if if, if Smith if Smith and Wesson and Buckshot are back from overseas. Today is Buckshot's birthday. Happy birthday, Buckshot. Everybody, that's my Scorpio brother. Um I'll go try to track him down and um and, and get him drunk. But um <laughs> but um yeah, we um we're working on I'm working on a, a solo rock tour over um overseas for for April and all of that. Okay. But right now we got this joint in in what, in next month. December, and they'll and shows will be popping up all over the place because you know that's we rock like that. We have a Wednesday event in New York that we we do every Wednesday um, called I'm So Nineties. You know, you come through and you know if if you out here, I'm not oh. like, uh, what is it Karma is the name of the spot. It's in Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. You can follow my pages and follow the pages of my friends and all of the details will be there. So yeah, we're active. You know, we ain't that hard to find. I got a song out right now for those who don't know, you know what I mean? Um, so, um, you know, just all you got to do is type in my name, type in the streets, one blood, and, you know, and it's out there. You know, we have been active. We've always been active. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like I said earlier with the call up. you have to type in our name now. You can't just turn on the radio and hear it unless you listen to fly stations like this one and all that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> for sure,
4: for sure. I got to... I definitely, I live in Michigan, and Michigan's not too far from New York, so I definitely have to come through, and I would love to see y'all perform live, like, that would be pretty cool.
0: Well, it's a lot of fun. you know, stay sweating, jumping around and shit.
4: <laughs> well, we got a New York call on the line that likes to ask you a question.
3: hmm
4: What up, what up, NY? What question do you have for the Rock? Hello. Hello. Hey.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Um, I have a few questions, especially about the, the poet situation, being that I am a poet myself. But first, I want to say um, rest in peace to Rock, I mean Rock, and also rest in peace to uh, Jason. Uh, you may not remember me, but I'm going to bring this to your attention. The last time I saw you was at Jason's funeral, which was on my birthday. Um, Before that, I told you at the funeral, um, you know, we knew each other because we went far back as to working in Sufflow for summer youth together. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember who I am.
0: I mean you gotta say your name.
1: <laughs> well my 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 name on the streets is Sharon. You probably still won't remember me from there. But um we both was at the funeral whatever. Um I knew you from back then when we worked at Sufflow for summer youth. Yeah um, whatever the case may be. Um the question I have two questions actually. The first one is when they asked you about um the music that you do now, um, that you listen to now. Um, mm-hmm. You named a lot of um, already artists or whatever. What about up and coming artists, like people who haven't really got radio play, but they're you know promoting their CDs on you know SoundCloud, Facebook, YouTube, stuff Love. like that. Is there any perform? I mean, you know, rappers, song uh, singers, anything that you know you listen to as well as you know the already up made it people.
0: Well. Um... Actually, I didn't even get. I didn't even go through. I never finished going through my list of the the, the people in my my Pandora. But um, like I said, I I spoke of Rick Ross and, and Meek Mill's for mm-hmm. current right now. But um, I listen to a lot of old dudes too. Like not not so old. They ain't old to like me, but you know they old to the youngins now. But um, but as far as up and coming, like I work with so many up and coming artists that I, like I, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of stuff. I, I mean, a lot of it is right under my nose because, and you'll see soon if you follow, you know, if you follow my movement or whatever. Because my baby bro Mills is out right now. He's 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 making moves right now. He got a few videos he posted and all of that. But there's these dudes that have been making waves in Brownsville in the industry, but they are from Brownsville, and I hadn't I I hadn't been paying attention. Mm-hmm. I just knew that they was Brownsville dudes, and I knew that they was making noise. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. But it's these dudes called Roro Life.
6: Oh okay. And
0: I was hearing about them. I was hearing that they was, you know, they was kind of, they was kind of rowdy or whatever. I'm like, okay, that's Brownsville. Brownsville niggas is rowdy. What up though? Right. But I wasn't hearing no music. And just recently, I um, I was I was chilling with my brother Rock Red in the Bronx. And he um he played me some of um Mm
6: -hmm.
0: he played me some of their music okay and um some of their videos and all of that and I was impressed I was thoroughly impressed and I see these dudes too but I'm just I'm like I said I'm a grump I'm still a grump and you know what I'm saying (laughs) and and I don't and I just don't be listening to music I don't be you know I just be most of the times I'm in my thoughts. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, okay. I'm more concerned with what's going on inside my head than what's going on outside of it right. through, through, through most of my day. You understand what I'm saying? But so I don't go looking for shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody's music makes it to my ears
6: mm-hmm. and my
0: eyes, then that means somebody is doing a very good job because I'm not looking for it. Either you rapping your ass off, your promotion team is doing they thug fizzle, you understand what I'm saying? Somebody is doing their job. You understand what I'm saying? And those dudes, I was I was impressed. Um, let me see who else. Uh, who else has impressed me? I like the uh, the Manolo Rose song "Run Ricky Run." Okay.
6: Okay. I don't,
0: I don't know if you you understand what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I'd be like in current shit. I'd be like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all it gotta be is dope to me. You know what I'm saying? And
1: all right, let me right. throw a throw a name out there for you. Let me see. What about uh, Frankie Smacks, Curry Lives?
0: He don't count. That's my brother. <laughs> that's your brother. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm, that's my man. Like, but that's still
1: like. A, I mean, but you, I mean, even if it's your brother, you know, they're up and these are up and coming people. It's the same person, but, but they're up what and
0: coming people. But I, I said mean, that from the yeah. jump. Look, I said that from the jump. Like I got a lot of I got a lot of up and coming artists that I right. work with that are under me. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, like okay. okay. Like that's my little bro right there. Like you okay. understand what I'm saying? Like right. he's on the Son is on the out he's on the single cover standing right next to me for the single artwork for She's one I hmm So you know that. <laughs>
11: right. Yeah. I just
1: threw that out there. But um as far as poets and rappers because you know a lot of people say that rappers are poets and you know poets are rappers. It I guess it goes on depends on how the for the poet to do poetry because like you know uh a lot of poets don't rap when they do poetry. And a lot of them, you know, they just it's like a testimony some of them. Um as far as if you want to c- categorize yourself as a rapper, I mean, everybody has a different, you know, genre. You could say it sounds like or it's similar because I'm a poet and I rhyme when I do my poetry and people always telling me, oh, I need you to give me 16 bars. We want you to put it on a, you know, a track. And for some reason I can't catch the beat. Like I have my own acapella rhythm, but if you add a beat to it, it's, I I, I never really tried, but it's, I don't consider it rap because I don't, you know, ride the wave right. and everybody say, Oh, when you rap, you're not supposed to ride the wave. I think it sounds better when you ride the wave, if your words and your rapping, it coincide with the music versus you going over the music or under the music. But my oh, yeah. um, initial question is uh, something like flowetry, but they're like uh, singing and, and poetry. Would you ever collab with a poet and do a, a album with, you know, a poet and um, a rap, you know, collabo together?
0: I'm with anything that's dope. I actually did a song with um with um oh man, she's going to kill me if she ever hears this. I can't remember <laughs> her name right now. <laughs> um one of the girls from Flower Tree.
1: Um it's not
0: Marsha. What's the other girl's name? Is her oh name my God.
1: I know who you talk about? The poet. She's the poet.
0: Right. I, yeah, the poet. Her.
1: I can't remember her name cuz Marsha is the singer. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did a song with her.
1: Oh, okay. i got to look for that because I I think they're, you know, dope as well or whatever. But she's like a phenomenal poet. And if you really listen to her, people, you know, if you didn't know that it was, you know, she's a poet and she's doing poetry, they would think that, you know, she's a rapper. She's just smooth with it. But, you know, it's thought-provoking, but it's like she's, you know, rapping because she rhymes, you know, 90% of the time when she's uh. Uh performance is' like in a rhythmic you know rhyme method or whatever mhm oh, yeah. but, but what I can say to you, you know you know, keep up what you're doing. I'm from Brownsville, born and raised um keep what you're doing, we need a lot of more people from Brownsville because they do consider you know uh Brownsville is like the the dirtiest, ruggedest, you know um hood in the hood or whatever. I think that's why unification yeah. haven't made it over to us because they're scared to journey. They're on their way.
0: They're
1: they no, trying they way. to. They're trying to. You'll they're see them way. coming they
0: already, through, but. They're they already, they, once you start seeing bike lanes, you already know.
6: <laughs> Look,
0: and I happen to know that they already done bought certain people out of their apartments already in Browns, in, in, you know, like the apartment buildings. Not the projects, but the apartment right, buildings. Right. right. They're trying to get those back. So, yeah, they're on their way. Right. We Maybe we might be able to get some good food out there, whole foods or something, instead of mills <laughs> on, on every corner. You
1: ain't you ain't gonna want to eat all the whole foods because whole foods ain't really whole foods either. But that's a different topic. But it's better um, than shuckamill. Well, yeah, shuckamill. <laughs> <Sugar laughs> yeah. But this is you know because I um I do poetry and I host events and hopefully one time that we can you know work something. out. I'm actually having something next Saturday. Um, I, you know, do most of my things at the Five Spot or whatever. And you said you did something um, in Manhattan. You said the Karma someplace, Karma Lounge or something? hmm Oh, okay. And you said yes, that's right on a, a 90- Where's Five
0: Spot on? on five, five Spot is on Myrtle Avenue?
1: Yeah, Myrtle, Washington, and Waverly. And I'm actually doing a, a open mic showcase next Saturday, and it's called Who Got Next? And, you know, it's just rappers, poets, singers, dancers, comedians, looking for the next up-and-coming, you know, artists or whatever. Actually, you know, um, a Slap from MOP, I did a show like two years ago, and he wound up, you know, surprising me and coming because every time before I perform and when I get on stage, my theme music is Annie Up. And he wound up, I guess he's seen the Facebook statuses or whatever, and he wound up showing up at the show or whatever. So, you know, it's not just... You know poetry with me. You know how they have open mic just for poetry. I'm like all around playing all four corners. You know I, it's entertainment. You're not leaving nobody out. There's a lot of places that we only entertain. You know we only host shows for poets or we only host shows for comedians. It's like whoever whoever got next. That's the title so check of check it next. out. Right, here's what mm-hmm. you do.
0: Right. Obviously, well, I'm not obviously, but I'm I'm guessing that you probably you um. You know how to find me online, right?
6: On well, Facebook, no.
0: One of them. No.
1: <laughs> you under your name?
0: You see, no. Listen. I'm going to give ahead. you all that information and you can hit me and you can hit me up because this, you know, this is for this is for a whole conversation and and, and future and I see future endeavors happening here. So, we go ahead and do that. Okay you know what I mean, off, off of the air because it's, it's, this is about to turn into business. So,
6: no, yeah, okay. we can do
0: that. You know, we can do that off the air and all that. I mean, and you're in Brownville. I'm in Brownville. I said, I was
1: getting ready to say, do I need to bring my gun? Because this is Brownsville business. You know how Brownsville get down with business. You're in, Brown, you
0: in Brownsville. You know, you know I, mean? I got to
1: bring my hoodie and my ski mask and my Tim's. I'm, I'm there for business.
0: I'm the <laughs> Safe. umpire. Say, umpire. Say, you
1: good. Okay, so you can um just give me the information and I can you know hit you up or whatever whatever for that.
0: All right. All right, I got you. Um, what is it? Um, just the, um, you want Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, which one?
1: I'm I'm everywhere. In the back of a project staircase, I'm everywhere. That's my slogan. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Well, hit me up on on IG. Okay. It's um. Rockness, B-C-C.
1: I'm getting ready to go to it right now. Just Rockness, BCC.
0: R O C K N E S S B C C.
1: Well, you know, some people in Brownsville, they can they can spell.
0: Nobody, Some people spell rock without a K and all that and shit, you know, not me.
1: Rockness and B-C-C, is it all one word or is it separated? It's all one word. I see it. It says big rock. I got it. And I'm following you now. Okay. And um, Lady Piranha. Yes, ma'am. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, we Thank be on you. Facebook or whatever. And if you ever need me, because you know, like I say, I'm the cook, I'm the server, and I'm the cleanup. If you ever need me to hype you up, promote you, you know I'm here. I'm just oh, the yeah, status away.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely I'll be taking a trip to the NY real soon. You got to come. You got to come get hit my out.
1: stage. And I and, I, and I, lo- I love what you do. This is, what, the second time I've been on your show? The last time I was on there, I performed or whatever. But, um, oh, yeah, keep, yeah, keep keep doing what you're doing. And I'm watching. I'm watching. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> right. You're welcome.
0: You have a good one.
1: You too. I'm going to continue to listen, but you go ahead and let everybody else do what they got to do.
11: Yeah, <laughs> thank you.
0: Okay. All right. How we going? All right. Love. I said, in the crazy house of the landlord, the owner, tenant, the janitor, I mopped the damn floor. She she just reminded me of that line when she said that.
4: (laughs) Yeah, like this is this is how the vibe of my shows normally are. It's like you never know who's gonna raise the mic. You never know who you may know, you may not know. You never know what you know. People you bump into. So it's it's pretty cool here. In the studio, I'm glad you know had the opportunity to have you in here with us tonight.
3: Nah, it's all good. That's what's up, man. I I, I love the love.
4: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I I absolutely have to say one of my favorite tracks that I heard um has to be um Operation Lockdown. Like it was just so just a grungy, in-your-face feel. And I remember I was playing the other night and it's like three o'clock in the morning. My mom gets home and I got the music blasting loud, you can hear it in the front yard. Mom comes in. She's like, What do you know about that? Like you weren't even born during that time. She's like, You you're a nineties kid, you don't know nothing, nothing about that music, you know? <laughs> so it was, it was it was like to have that connection with my mom over you know, over you guys' music.
0: Well, how old do you?
4: I'm like, uh, 20, 20, actually. had just had my twentieth birthday in October.
0: Word, October what?
9: October
0: 11th. You a Libra baby. Yeah. <laughs>
9: Definitely.
0: We're 20 years old, youngin'. All right. That's what's up. I love it when young people love our music. I That's what I music. am. Word up, because it's in y'all hands, because as you can see, like older people, they don't got time to look for the music. Right. They gotta do what they you know, they life done life life gets in the way. You know what I'm saying? It's it's in the hands of the youth. Like they gotta they gotta like like y'all gotta to y'all gotta carry the flag, y'all gotta move, y'all gotta be the conduit between the good music and the people and the rest of the world.
4: Yes, that that's very true, that's very true. I'm even myself like I'm a poet and I also sing. And I try to use my poetry to to move uh, my generation, even move people older than me. Um, I got the nickname Wise Word from an older lady because she always used to say I spoke beyond my ears, mm-hmm. you know, and I always try to use my, my tool. I feel like God gave me a tool of my words and stuff. I try to use it to move the world like people do with music. You know, because that's why music's like the universal tool, no matter what language you speak. You can feel the beat, you can feel the music, even people that are deaf can feel the vibration mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that music brings to the nation
3: absolutely,
0: definitely definitely.
4: so tell me how you feel how have you enjoyed the show you know me know you know how have you enjoyed the show tonight?
0: I'm chilling. I like the qu. I like your questions. the questions that I don't get all the time, you know what I mean like certain questions that you get in every single interview. Right. You know what I mean? And those are, you know, and I understand some of those questions, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it might be a new listener. You can't never forget that. But the listener could be, it could be somebody who's never heard of you before. They're only listening to you because they like the last nigga you played. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they hearing you right now for the first time. And, um, you know, like, who you are, and we, you know, how'd you start, or whatever, you know, like a little bit about your background, type like background information, right? But um, you know, I feel like those are mandatory, and those are understood no matter how repetitive they get. You know, what I mean, for that first listener, but um, or first reader. But other than that, you know, a lot of, uh, I don't know, all of the questions. There, there are a lot of questions that are that get really repetitive, and so far here I've heard. A couple, you know, I've heard two or three, you know, great questions that I've never heard ever.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And obviously, I've gotten some answers from you that I've never heard. Like I've never heard a man say that if his art was a woman, she'd be ugly. Like that's on my list of funny stuff that I've never
11: heard <laughs> anybody ever say before.
0: Or he be, he be one of those pretty ugly girls. You know what I'm saying?
11: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh man. So um, I have a question. You know, you said that you actually have done a track before with a poet. Is that something you would be interested in to do it again, or is that just something you want to try out for like a one one time kind
0: of thing? I mean, it wasn't something. I mean, like it was something that never really crossed my not to say that it never crossed my mind. I didn't have any no burning desire to do it. It's just I was around the poet. You know what I mean? And, right. You know, she's happened to be a recording artist, one that I was familiar with, and you know, and and I liked her art. So, us being around each other around the studio, it's like fuck it, see what we do.
4: <laughs> right, let's see what we can get into.
0: Absolutely.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one more caller that has a question for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Let go. All
4: right.
3: Yo.
8: Oh.
4: Right. Hey, what's up? What's Yo.
8: Up? Oh my bad, I couldn't even hear it coming. Hey, it's me again. I got one <laughs> more. Ready would <laughs> go? That's my last one tonight. Yo. So I gotta mm-hmm. ask a funny one. The voice. Cause I can't imagine you as a six year old shit. Your mom's gonna be the motherfucker cereal. Like, where the hell did the voice come from?
0: <laughs> nah, man, I was born with a deep voice and Timberlands on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <about>? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> a wow, man. Like you had a you had a, a weird ass growth spurt and shit when you was like twelve and shit. And that shit
0: just kicked it. <laughs> I was always big. I mean, like I was the. I mean, like I was a, a you know nine pound baby, nine pound seven ounces type of shit. Um, oh, that's And I cool. was for the most for the most part. I was always yeah. I was always the tallest kid in my class. You know what I mean? When I was in in, in like elementary school and shit. Um. I was one of the tallest in my class all through junior high school. Right. I didn't start being around people taller than me, really, till high school. I mean, like, granted, I was around taller people in my own house because I was big, but I was the youngest one there. So everybody right. in my crib was bigger than me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ruck used to be taller than me.
8: Yo, that's weird because, like, when I see y'all standing next to each other and shit, like, yo, because P got so wide, you never looked tall. <laughs> because you were standing next to a wide nigga and shit. So I never really knew how tall you were. Like, you know you got niggas like... Who, shit him? Shit, shi-. uh No, you. Like, I never realized how tall you was. Because, like, when you stand next uh, to niggas like Pete, like, he's so wide and shit, it just make you seem like you're not big. <laughs> like, whatsoever. Shit, he
0: used to be... as like I said, Pete used to be taller than me. Like, um, right? I, just somewhere along the line and all that changed. Right.
8: <laughs> That's that old
0: shit. When you hit that 40. Sun, shit, like, some right, some some was that same... He was that same height in junior high school. <laughs> I,
6: was wow. son 11, I was at some
0: eleventh I was at some eleventh birthday party. That nigga had a job already. That nigga,
6: <laughs> nigga, wow. nigga
0: he came know. home from work and he was doing real work too. He wasn't doing no bullshit like that. Nigga, had, his clothes was dirty. Work. He was doing work like that.
8: A word. <laughs> that he was had shit paint
0: on. Paint on his clothes looked like a building fell on him or something. Like, like he had a job, job.
8: <laughs> <laughs> at eleven, you niggas bugging. That's that Brownsville shit. We too lazy for that shit in Baltimore.
0: <laughs> Mind you, it was his eleventh birthday, so exactly. that means he had the job at ten.
8: <laughs>
0: oh,
8: wow, that is crazy.
0: Wow.
8: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks, Rock Man. I just wanted to uh, wanted to laugh it up with you and shit one time, man. Rest in peace, bro. You know what I mean. So, yeah, peace, man.
0: Thanks for calling back, bro. Stay up. All right, no problem. Easy.
8: (laughs) Oh, man, that's crazy.
4: (laughs) Well, that's why I have to say. I've been honored to have you here and stuff with us tonight. And, you know, just to get to know the man behind the music, behind the mic. You know, I have to say I've enjoyed, you know, having you here tonight on the show and vibing with you and everything. You know, you just being open and, you know, vibing with us too it's, it's been real cool. You
0: no, know, you know, that's I appreciate being here. You know what I mean? And I don't I don't really know how to I don't really know how to not be myself that good, so it's <laughs> just you know what I'm saying? It's what I'm it's just the way I am. If I'm comfortable, I spill. Oh
4: yeah, Unless. definitely. I feel that. <laughs> well you know, mm-hmm. Rock, um, during this part of the show you know, normally I have like my little open mic. You know, I know you got things you gotta do. Cause I know you, you're a father and stuff now as well. But if you want to, you know, you can just sit back, you know, and kick back with us tonight, and listen to a couple of the artists who have grace the mic. But you know, I appreciate, I have appreciated you, you, know, so much. Like I said, tuning in and being here with us tonight, like you, like to have a legend here in the studio. I'm still in like in awe. I'm like blushing over here. So it's been amazing.
0: Man. <laughs> oh gangsters don't blush <laughs> nah, nah it's all good I appreciate all the love man like you know I need it it ain't even just like you know you know I ain't just I ain't doing y'all a favor y'all doing me a favor as well you know what I'm saying like y'all giving you know y'all supporting my art and y'all giving me a, a you know an outlet to express myself you know what I mean it, it just is what it is like you know what I'm okay. saying? Like I um like the more the more moments I mean like these moments make what i these moments make the, the, the overall rough moment that we all go into makes these moments make it a little bit easier for me. I don't know how I don't know about how it affects like, you know, my other brothers and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like they may you know, this kind of shit might be hard for them. You know what I'm saying? And at moments it is at moments it's hard for me too. I have, you know, tons of hard hard moments. You know what I mean? In you know, in light of our recent loss. But mm-hmm. all of this shit is therapeutic for me.
3: You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um I'm glad, you know, that I can be a part of that and you know have you here and stuff tonight with us. Well, you're welcome. You know, like I said, you know, you can kick back if you like to. Like I said, I know you're, you know, you're family, man, you know, taking care of your kids and stuff. But if you like, if you can kick back. I'm going to open up a few of these mics and see what these artists got for us tonight. So, if you got a piece or a rap or you want to sing your heart out, go ahead and click start eight so I can get you in my queue and you can drop that piece so we can get started tonight. <laughs> It's getting lit up it's getting lit up in here tonight. <laughs> all right, all right, let's see, let's see. I'm going to pop over here to West Maryland. Welcome, 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 Maryland. Who do I have with me tonight?
7: This is uh, Joe, the brother of mine. Uh, how you doing, Ashley?
4: Hello, hello, Joe. What you got to drop on this mic tonight?
7: Yo, Joe. <laughs> is that Beast King? You know it's Beast King no. in the building. What's up my brother? What's up, my brother? Congratulations to the the feature. Uh, you know, I didn't get the did, uh, didn't get to listen to any of your tracks, my brother, but uh I'm well, definitely uh you know liking what I'm hearing from you, man. So, you know, much respect to you and uh once again congratulations. Yeah, I got a little short piece here, Beach King and uh, Ashley, so I'm gonna go ahead and put this out there. There's no title to it.
4: All right.
7: We are at the door of the apocalypse. Lord knows there ain't no stop to this. No longer are we dropping fists or we hear our hammer clicks. The bullets whiz and strike the innocents. We protest death for the senate and carry on with our normal biz. Back to the bars, back to the cars, back to the strippers who bear their scars, giving dollars to the nameless whose fame is just shameless. For the homeless not a goddamn thing. It's just sick to me, and we pray for victory. It's all so contradictory. But we stick to the same old thing. Everyone else is to blame. In Jesus' name we pray. The devil's rule is how we play. We claim the roles of kings and queens, living up to not one thing, just royalty, except royally fucking up. Our lives are in a rut, and we are chilling in the cut trying to get that nut and come off of life. We're coming off of strife, and the struggle is real. This just then, thousands were killed. Every day there's more blood spilled. The death toll is rising, and you want new horizons. The bullets keep flying, and the innocent are lying on the Main Street graves. We pray and pray, nothing will be saved. Nothing will be saved. Nothing will be saved. End poem.
4: That is how you drop that right there, my brother. You always come in there with those pieces that kind of, you know, rumble your soul. You know, I, I like that piece right there.
7: Oh, thank you, Ashley. I appreciate it, man. And once
5: again, Mighty Joe has entered the building with his smoking jacket, with the cigars, <laughs> and poured that glass real slow <laughs> and dropped it down on the ones and two. That's Mighty Joe. You're right there.
7: <laughs> <laughs> He's king, man. I heard you last night too, brother. Man, you did that, man. oh, uh, thank you, family. I was just hungry.
5: I featured, oh, the yeah. story. This interview was oh, so amazing. Okay. Oh, man, I'm
4: ready. definitely, definitely,
7: man. Definitely, definitely.
4: Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna no, sit don't... on
7: back and let's yeah, go ahead, baby.
4: Oh, yeah, Joe, you know, I want you to stick around with us tonight. Because, you know, I want to hear another piece from you. I haven't heard you lately, you know, so I want to hear another piece from you.
7: Definitely. I'll definitely uh, hang around and, you know, enjoy the rest of the show. Absolutely.
4: All right. Thank you. Oh, Beast King. Yes? You know, I've been feeling, like, You have been neglecting me and spinning your pieces lately. What you talking about, Willis? What you mean, Ling Ling? You know you've been missing out on the pieces. You're supposed to be stopping for me.
5: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh,
4: (laughs) Yes, but I called you Ling Ling. Yes, I did. I've been calling a lot of people Ling Ling. (laughs) Okay. Are we going to
5: go there? All right. I got you. So, what would you like to do?
4: <laughs> no, hear? no, 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 I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Um, I want to hear. This is what I want you to do. I want you um, later tonight. I want you to actually close me out tonight. And I want to hear a Black Suns piece to close us out.
5: You want a, a Black who?
4: A Black Suns piece. Got you. All right. Let's see, let's see. Let's hop over here to. The N.Y. I know you got a piece to drop on this mic tonight, my sister.
11: Hello? Hello,
4: hello. I know you got a piece to drop on this mic. Of course, this is the truth, and
1: Brownsville is still in the house. As always, I told you I was going to stick around.
4: Oh, yeah. So let me
1: give you something a little quick, quick, quick. Okay. All I ever hear is pop, pop, pop. Another dead nigga in the hood's been shot. By who? Was it them boys in blue? And I ain't referring to no crips. You know, officers of the goddamn law, the ones who violate your rights, beat you down, didn't expect you to be the neighborhood snitch. And if you don't comply, you now have the right to shut the fuck up because nobody gives a damn about your First Amendment. Or was it some random dude with no aim or even even his rival? If niggas don't know nothing about their culture, the history of slavery taught him the art of survival. Black men are endangered species. The destruction of our kings has got to stop. You can find a shrine mirror or a chalked-out portrait to remind us of the unjust on just about any urban block. We're marching and holding candlelight like visuals at that very spot where their thoughts and dreams were laid to rest. And on that morning of glory, Mama shouting, not my baby boy. Why he lays dressed in his Easter Sunday sinus to hide the bullet holes in his chest. Babies having babies in the urban community. When is this madness going to stop? Dreams of becoming kings and queens are now infatuations becoming side chicks, ballers, bad bitches, baby mamas, and thots. You see, life for a black girl... Ain't as promising as the happily ever after stories that she's read. These dreams of illusions have these little girls lost, while the thoughts of red bottoms twerking in bundles are sublimely placed in their head. Somebody need to school our future goddesses. That your self worth is all that you have. Stop mistaking sex for love and cherish your gift that keeps on giving. Because pampers, of course, more than pads. I'm gonna stop right there. That's all I'm gonna give you for tonight.
4: Oh no! All right, my sister. That's how you <laughs> drop that right there. Let some
6: know, let them know
5: the street is talking. That's, yeah. Oh, so that's how you're going you to do? You're going to tease me. That's how you going to tease me like that? You're going to take me to the edge and just leave me there? And just leave you, you there.
1: That's what women do.
5: You don't even play right. I got you. <laughs> I got you. That's my attention. I got you. I love that piece, though.
1: Thank
4: you, thank you. Just teasing me and stuff. That ain't right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, my sister. You're welcome. Anytime. These kings, people are coming in and showing out tonight. We're gonna pop over here to the Honey Drip Radio. I just like to be like that. You know, I I, I get to be all sexy Honey Drip Radio.
5: Oh, okay. Mm
11: hmm Keep playing. (laughs) Hello, everybody.
3: Oh, CEO!
5: (laughs) What's up? What's up?
11: How you like the show so far? I'm enjoying. I got here a little late because I was in, but... I enjoyed what I was hearing so far. That's wonderful.
4: So I'm glad, you know, it's always better late like, than never I always say. Mm-hmm. So I know you got something to drop on this mic tonight.
5: Mm-hmm. So I do. Is that right? Mm-hmm.
11: Yeah. Let me see. Um, I have something really short. It's a little new one I wrote. Let me just read this and get out the way. All right. Beast King, you might like this. I took it from it's a little bit. It's just a little piece from a quote. Um, The quote is, in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer.
4: Mm. All right. Mm. Yeah.
11: And here it goes. Far from where I need to be or want to be, yet I'm close enough to say I have overcome so many victories. These storms have come to knock me straight off my feet. As a test to sea, do I trust thee? I say yes. He has carried me through thunder and rain. So here comes winter, the cold and the pain. The coldness can affect you like nothing you've ever felt before. The chills, the stiffness, feeling you cannot take no more. There's a fire in me that no one can shake. In my moment of stillness, I will not let anything come my way. Only he knows my fate, so the choices I make will make or break me. At the end of the day, I still trust thee. At times, I feel I fell in my own eyes. Yet, I look around, I'm on an uprise. I'm a walking miracle. I feel so lyrical. My summer is here, facing obstacles and no fear. Invincible is she. Long as he is carrying me, I won't quit. This is how to reach your destiny and eat.
4: Oh, oh that right there, that's how you drip that honey on the mic.
5: I didn't even know Bruce Lee had another daughter and she was black. <laughs> <Long>
4: <laughs> <head>. <laughs> wow.
6: Wow. <laughs> oh.
5: You killed that. I can see in your little in your little yellow and black jumpsuit right now with the bird <laughs>
11: And it might. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. well,
4: I'm glad you know you tuned in with us tonight. Yes,
11: yeah, so I'm be headed in a few minutes, but I'm glad I got to tune in and listen in and join you guys tonight.
4: Oh yeah, definitely. Thank you.
3: Welcome. All right, we're going to pop over here to Jay in the
4: case. What up, Hello? Jay? Hey, what you got to put on this mic tonight?
3: Uh since
10: rockness is in the house, I'm going to do this piece called Last MC. All
4: right, Ooh. now drop it.
10: If you ever proceed to provoke or approach this, I will have no hesitation making my destiny. Then I'll leave you dehydrated, breathless. You're mentally unconscious because you're lyrically defenseless. Why can't you understand that you need more of this confidence against this? Cause I'm ridiculous when I release my ballistic characteristics which you manifested with many unknown lethal injections, like nitro bliss. I still explode with some of the illest flows. That's why I'm still certified to kill the unskilled that will. Yes. I'm constantly ill whenever my chemical spill on the fattest tracks. Those who try to counter my attack will get slapped back so, yeah, through the 60 degrees of the other 2000 season. that were organized by confusion, but when the smoke cleared, that's when I appeared in the scenery. Then I instantly changed and I rearranged my frequencies frequently as I with the illiberal seeds, who are also known as the liberal obliviscus, but you must agree that they're slightly different to me. That's only because I rep- that's only because I re- refuse to possess my ability. Oh man, I messed up. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> I messed up.
4: It's all good, Jane K. You know we always have our little stumbles here and there, but you know you always have that flow. and I know that you, you know that piece right there. I know you can come back and do that piece. You know we got another show tomorrow, and I want to hear the rest of that.
10: Oh, no doubt. That's, that's about 12 years old, so. Um, actually, I wrote that in 2000. Called um, Alaska MC.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. I got to hear that. Matter of fact, I have a midnight show tomorrow, so, you know, come and drop that on the mic.
10: No, no doubt. Again, i
4: uh,
5: the DJ booth. What? <laughs> you sounded like a DJ booth. I was like, I was hearing in trouble and stuff. I said, oh, shoot. these man made his own auto tune. And sound effect. Heal <laughs> oh. it. I, I, I'm going to
6: finish
11: it.
4: I'm going
10: to finish it. I'm going to finish it real quick. Go
4: ahead. Drop it.
10: Alert, alert. To my physical enemies, I am now rapidly emerging from the fourth element, so I can represent my physical image. As many many nations of generations stop to bear witness, but then they immediately evacuate the premises. But that's only because I refuse to have a conversation with this incredible physical, independent, demented, lyrical individual who spit clips of magazines that were split and shatter, spattering your dome piece. Now tell me, the, I mean, embassies recognize that I'm unchangeable with unlimited flows. That's what I present when I represent. But I'm lyrically splitted with hardcore metaphors. Yes, I'm fantastic. Like four when I Ford explore you. Yes, I'm deep with dope rims, but you still can't comprehend. That's why I'm submerging back into the Atlantic like the Titanic. But before I leap back into the sea, rest in peace, M.C.s, that I release any chemical gases from my rear-view cheeks.
7: Mm. That's that piece.
4: Yeah, that's how you do that right there, Jane and k You definitely, like, your original type of artist, just even as far as the way you flow your words. You know, you nobody else does it like you do. So, you know, I love when you come and great the mic with us.
10: Oh, no doubt I started off with hip-hop, so. See? Oh, yeah,
5: definitely. And that's what the five favorites say to the face. So
11: <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Thanks, J.K., for tuning in with us. No tonight. doubt, no doubt. All right.
4: If I got any more callers, please click star eight so I know you're in the queue because I would love to hear from you guys tonight. We'll be king. Uh Uh-huh. I got a question for you.
6: Mm,
5: I may have an answer.
4: No. Do you think I should drop a KK Belly original? I said i go piranha-eatastic on them tonight on the mic. KK Belly
3: original.
4: Oh you, oh, you want to go KK Millie or something? I can do that. I can do that, too. All right. <clears throat> this piece is titled Sexual Liberation. I'm trying to escape a mental state of hate. Pan unable to describe it on so my mind losing time. I'm trying to describe what plays within my thoughts. Demons intertwine with my dreams. I give them actualities. Hopes hang on trees like strange torture from abuse you made me you made me feel that my once safe place to poetry is a tree, the teeth gonna matter as they slice the words like I wanna molest your body like it's some consensual sensual act or they've raped my mind, never mind, never mind. As they slice the words like I wanna molest your body like it's some sensual consensual act. Or they've raped my mind never mind of a mind. I wanna yell and tell them how their words stab me in my side with salt and lemon to my already fresh wounds. Like they really never know what I've been through. Read in between the fucking lines stomach, against it I'm going to be sick from hearing people fuck and duck on the mic and in my mind. I replayed the day I was raped, as I want secret place to you those tarnished because of you, but it's my turn to turn on a poetic mind, and I paint a picture what I tell them I want to lick his erected third eye where our souls were intertwined, how I'd ride him so he had to create a word to describe how well I fucked him, and how he devoured my lips, dripping with the neck that he also desired. And while his essence made me climax to the max, and bent the wall of my heart beat, similar how he did my own The men are getting hot, the women are getting wet, shifting in their seats. And my knees are shaking, aching, and my words can't even help me gain back my sexuality. See, I'd be damned. You took my words my body too. Well, what is the use if I can't even be sexually liberated with my ink, be turned on my my own words? But I should continue to write until I can on my own terms come between my thoughts, take a belly, keep hungry, and eat.
3: And that
5: is a fatality. Shao Kahn. <laughs> Flawless <laughs> victory. KK Valley wins. Oh, <laughs> <Hell>, boys, <Belly! laughs>
6: run with me.
4: I still can't get over that. I can't believe like people actually have like given me that name, KK Valley. K. Like that shit's so crazy to me to this day. Uh, I got another poet. I'm Grady Green. This poet here. His name is Unorthodox, the poet. So I'm going his mic right now. Welcome, 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 Unorthodox to the studio.
3: How you doing?
5: Welcome.
4: I'm fine, I'm fine. Welcome, welcome to Beast Nation Radio. I am K.K. Valley. What you got to bring to the mic tonight?
2: Um... I had a conversation with one of my friends last night, and they was telling me their story, and I couldn't help but write about it.
4: All right, now go ahead and do your stick.
12: Okay.
2: I'm sorry, but I had to. Shut your mouth and listen to what I have to say. I'm going to take you back to that one day. I was laying in bed alone while listening to you him talk on the phone. He we said, Well, if they had the money, I don't see why not. She'd be ready by nine o'clock. You came in and said, It's time to wake up. Shout out well, men pretty with makeup. A pretty white dress with hair done to match. You told me I was a breathtaking catch. I sat on the couch and wait on you. But what was in store for me? I had no clue. They came in, three so men with nothing to decide again. them. They tossed you a lot of money while grabbing my hand saying, Come with me, honey. I didn't want to go, but you made me. Let them rape me for money. I cried and tried to run away. But he helped them push me on the bed and scream stay. He said, be a good little girl or I'll make you sad. So I shut my mouth and licked them do all the things were bad. I was seven years old and already my innocence was lost. You need some money for that. What cost? Every day those men came over and brought more. Each time you just watched at that damn door. I ran away at the age eight. Why the fuck would I put in this fate? I was ashamed so of course I couldn't tell no one. The day you found me. He said things changed, that I wanted to do them things. With mom, it was that way for a month, then started again. Through that door, each day came and his friends. Well, I'm 10 now, and things got to come to an end. You see, because I came a woman at the age 9 of my monthly friend. Tonight, while you're asleep, I'm packing my bags quietly and leave. I want you to know that while one of them men was doing their deeds, one of them impregnated me with them seeds. Damn. Devout. Peace.
4: Whoa, unorthodox! Uh, wow, well, I could say is damn. That's quite a story. I just gotta say, damn. I don't have no other words. Uh, Beast King, what you think about that?
3: The story was very
5: like the story, the whole scheme of it. I could understand why that situation would make you want to write about it. He did a he did a a very 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 incredible job with that.
4: Definitely, thank you. Definitely unorthodox. I was uh We may be talking with you later on after the show. That that was
12: crazy. Okay. Thank you so much.
4: Thank you. Thank you. All right, Beast King, we got. Brother Nashawn in the studio, and what's Tennessee? I see you over there. I think I know who that is. And if you'd like to spit a piece with us tonight, go ahead and click start. Welcome, welcome, Neshawn, to the studio. How you doing tonight, my brother?
12: Oh, I'm feeling good. I I just woke up because, like, I went to this church earlier. They were doing a little early Thanksgiving celebration, and they had so much food. And, like, I got guided. So I, like, took a nap, and I just woke up. (laughs) But I'm feeling good. My belly's all full. (laughs) Oh, oh, that food was so good.
4: (laughs) Well, I know you got a piece to drop on the mic
12: tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, The name of this piece is called Solitude.
3: All right. All right now.
12: Solitude solidifies one's thoughts and self, selfish tendencies, self-indulgence, self-gratifying, selfishnesses, self-neglect, leading to the tearful regrets of the past, a pain that lasts longer than the scars that lie on top. Myopic visionaries sometimes see better in the moment and on a grander scale, the finality of it all. We all end in solitude. When spirit drifts from this plane till our body has no remembrance of life itself, in this life, we can have friends that respect us by being there for us when in times of need and they willingly will show their generosity. Then there are those fair-weather friends, the ones you trust to be who they are and they prove themselves to be who they are and as you know them. An enemy can gain respect for you if you become a person's conviction, convicting yourself to live by an ideology, whether it be war, whether it be peace, whether it be hate, whether it be love. Be who you are for yourself and for the world to know. Stop with the disguises that solitude brings. So take the few moments we have in this life. To interact, to share, to connect, to console, to be neighborly, to be humble, to be considerate, to be fatherly or motherly, to be husbandly or wifely, to be worthy of another day, having the pride of one's parents and siblings and children to be loved, but love lives on long after we pass, and as long as we live show love in the now. You'll be remembered in the then. Nashawn, Peace Nation, in Jack, and Peace.
4: I always love your smooth, smooth flow, Nishan. Like You always have this like, laid-back feel. And, you know, I love it when you come and grace the mic. You always bring something new, something different.
12: No, and I love your
6: Chris.
5: You. I thank you. You did it again. He woke up like I woke up like this.
6: Up, <laughs> uh,
5: slowly, you woke up. You was like, "I just ate good. Now I'm about to eat again, beast nation style, motherfucker." <laughs>
12: Um, I want to make a real sh- quick shout out. Um, everyone knows um, I'm down with both Beast Nation and Team Jag. Uh, with, with Team Jag, I, I, um, I co-host a, a show Saturday nights 10:30. Uh, it's called Magic City uh, with Jag is the producer. Uh, oh yeah. It's, it's on Talk Shoe. Um, come out and support. Um, um, our, our, our other co-host is Arsonist. Uh, she's been uh, a little absent for the past couple of weeks, but um, she'll be back with us. Um, but once again, I'm, I'm going to be co-hosting with, with Jag on Saturday night, 10:30 on Talk Show.
4: Definitely, y'all tune into that show because I have to say that is a pretty dope show. I was over there last Saturday. You had a show, correct?
12: That's right, you were, and I appreciate yeah, you for showing up.
4: <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I, you know, beat y'all mic up, so I'm definitely going to be back over there Saturday. All right. Thank you, thank you. Well, these kings, we got one more caller. We got West Tennessee. Go ahead and let them know who you are. Hey,
9: family. Hey, how are you doing? I am well. I am well. I hate I missed the interview earlier. I'm going to have to check the archives so I can go back and um, listen to it. I did want to um, tune in to that. So. But I'll, I'll check the archives. I know, it was, I know it went well. I know it did. It's I had probably. a lot of fun. I had fun. It was, it was an
4: experience of a lifetime. Like I already had fun doing that.
9: Oh, that's good. That's wonderful. Okay.
6: What's going on, Scorpion? How
5: that's you
9: watch. I do all right.
5: <laughs> you you ready to you ready to uh, you know, red bottom this mic? Long heels, red bottom.
9: <laughs> red bottom. <laughs> I got a little charm. Oh yeah, go go ahead and
4: show them how you do
9: that right there. This piece is called <clears throat> "Sinners Have Souls Too." I am a sinner, and I will be until my last breath is taken. I wasn't born to be perfect, joined in ranks with many in an imperfect world. I have sinned in every aspect of my life, haven't you? I may be a sinner, but I do have a soul. And I am amazed at the ministry judges that point their crooked finger and try to convict and pass judgment upon me with their unclean hypocritical hands. As I walk into church, and the old ladies stare at me while running their mouths behind their fans, shaking their heads and rolling their eyes, grandstanding and lying about their clean past, Oh, that's the motherboard. Truth be told, I don't know why any of them are wearing all white because my mama told me that a few of them used to be whores. Uh-oh. Dear pastor, oh, I haven't forgotten about you. With your scattered gold teeth like a Cheshire cat, slick grinning and trying to tell me the way I should act, yet you sit in the pool pit glaring at me. I care not to have drama coming from the wife and Pastor. Why do you tickle my palm while giving the illusion that you're shaking my hand? You seep of something dark and non-trusting and you are infringing yourself on me, man. You told me that you need me as your faithful assistant and how much I can be an asset. But your eyes haven't stopped staring at my ass as of yet. You need to stand down. Clothed in your red and purple suit looking more hilarious than homie the clown and uh, that hug. Yeah. You know, the embrace that I almost pushed my breast out of place? Yeah, that one. You pressed so hard against me that I felt two separate beats, a few from your sex floated heart's pace and um several beats from that other private pace. Then you tell me you want to see me privately. You said you got something to show me. Then you invited me to come to your chamber because you felt that you need to save me. You speak of wanting to bless me by wanting to rub your special oil all over me. Oh, hear me, Holy Spirit. I am a sinner and I confess with my heart and soul. Please swoop down and place me somewhere else before the most sinful sin conjures and causes me to unfold. But only God can save me, Pastor. Did you hear me? Only God, and he will deal directly with you. He will break you down like a freshman for all of your vulgarity and hypocritical action, misleading the innocent, robbing the minds of the fanatical blind. One word, and they take off down the aisle, running and shouting, and I'm looking perplexed because what you said was nothing to run and shout about, and let me calm down. I am only a sheep that is already prepared to leave your hypnotized flock. Close your mouth, don't stand there looking shocked, and Lord forgive me for may I, I may have just committed another sin by telling this greedy bastard off And your crew, I see that they are staring at me as if they want to throw my ass into the witch's brew. See, I answer to only one boss, and one day your greed will pay a downward hell-bound down cost, but I will pray for you, peace and deuces, because this sinner is about to be out and eat. Lady Butterfly, Scorpion,
5: Team yes, Hungry. Yes, Bye. <laughs> Finish him. <Damn>. Toasty. Toasty. <laughs> you didn't the Mortal Kombat machine. There you go, my Scorpion. That's that, that's that Team Hungry style.
9: <laughs> Eat it up. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, y'all.
4: Definitely, my sister. You know, you always come through and you just set the tone for the woman on the you know, on the platform. You always set that tone that's just smooth and sexy with it. No matter, you know, what you're doing, you stay you. And, like, that's one of the things I admire. And I look up to you. You know, you always stay yourself, and I love that.
9: Oh, thank you, sugar. That's my sister. <laughs> thank Definitely. you. I appreciate oh, you, queen. That. And I thank appreciate you, you too, Kane. How you said the last
6: part of my name? <laughs> <laughs> you all better over here. you just a mess.
9: <myth. laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, thank y'all for having me on the show, family. I'ma get ready, to hit the sack.
4: All right, now you have sweet dreams.
9: I will, I will, and you too, both of y'all. I love y'all. Definitely. Butterfly kisses to you. Love, you, <laughs> love
3: too. you too. All right, bye-bye. All right, Beast
4: King, you ready to close me out,
3: son? If that's what you
5: desire.
4: I want you to go ahead and close it out your way. Go ahead and take this mic and do your shit.
5: Attention, attention. I have something to reveal to my black sons. I know the world has been topsy-turvy and your mindset is kind of rocky, but I'm talking to my black sons. Don't forget you. No, I'm not forgetting you, daughters, but right now I have to address my black sons, because not enough people around this world that is evil are really addressing our black sons. To all of my Marcus Garvey, Mr. Martin, Mr. Malcolm, soon to be coming, leaders and followers, no, leaders of the new movements, of the nation-building improvements, see, I have to talk to my black sons. You are not meant to ever be made for target practice. You were supposed to be Harlem Globetrotters, able to walk across the entire atlas. I don't want your heads and faces down, laid flatter than a mattress. I've seen so much death across the television screen, it mostly leaves me breathless. But see, black sons, I know some of you don't have father figures. Some of you are the sons of fatherless niggas, but I'm telling you, my black sons, you don't have to repeat what your generation before you started. Let's start a new path, a new way. Let everything else get bombarded. I refuse to let another one of my black sons get discarded. Yes, I call you son, not in the S-O-N, but the S-U-N, because when I see you, I see the illumination of the sun, You are warriors from your birthright. I don't know why you keep letting people take your birthright, because you are the black sons. People are getting mad and upset when you get educated. They want to take out a black son. But I am here to make sure that you get uplifted, get the whole flower shifted, because you are black sons. I know you feel worthless at times. And your mind is like, I need to hang out with the thugs and start grabbing these nines or grabbing these rhymes or putting out shells to put holes up in spines or make your blood to shout heads and back spasms just like his wine. See, I understand all that, my black sons, because I am the son of a gangster. Gangster to be exact, born in 1930, quick to overreact, quick to put a shell in your back, quick to also sell smack and crack. See, my father was a gangster for real. He was down for all of that since 13. No, he left home at 13 and spent 19 years in Jackson Prison, learning the hood code and everything else in that mode, learning all of these gangster decisions. But listen, even though my father was a gangster, he was the reason why I'm here, and I am a black. Son, I know the God of creation, but He gave me this father on earth. I am His black son. He stopped all of that shooting and looting, and got a regular job to hold up his black son. So I have to be a, I have to be a, I have to be a mentor for all of you as a black son. If you say that you don't have a father, let me be a father figure you you now, my black sons. Education is what you really need in your mindset, your black son. Even though the police are starting to act real retarded, don't give them something to start it. Now they just want to cancel our black sons, but you are like a rose broken right from the concrete. You can't be stopped, my black sons. Now black queens, daughters, princess, your life is only beginning. I dare you to say that your life is going to end quick. Don't let everything that's wrapped around this world full of statistics to make everything that is real become unrealistic, black daughters. You soon will go through the steps and the turntables to be black queens. Even though brothers want to open up your tops quicker than magazines, you need to open up your mind and penal gland if you know what I mean. And you should understand this. Together we are an unstoppable team because the black sons black queen and I'm not just talking about the color black I'm talking the nationality the melanin in your skin most people don't know nothing about that but I'm trying to talk to that because I want your mind to be open no longer to be closed-minded. In fact, I want your peanut gland to uncalcify itself, so I have to stick truth inside you until you finally feel that truth that is your wealth. See, black sons, you need to treat our black queens with respect, our black princesses first, too. You need to show them respect. Ain't no more calling them bitches or out their name or trying to put them in check or saying the way to be a man is to start breaking her neck. That is not the role of a black son. That is what they want you to do, to take away your value, black sons. See, I I'm here to respect you, my black sons, but you got to respect the queens too, my black sons. You ain't got to say that I'm your father. But understand, black son, I feel it's my responsibility as a father to raise these black
3: sons. I just want to help you so you can help you. And... In-
4: And that, ladies and gentlemen, how the beast rumble in the jungle. See, like my brother Sin would say, survival and negativity. See, we as artists have to come together, bring our pens together, bring our words together, bring our minds together, and change this corrupted world. See I am KK Velli and tonight we're interviewed the one and only, the rockness monster from Helloscope. And I like to dedicate this show to the one and only Sean Price. See True Music Never Dies. My co-host for tonight was the one and only Charles B. King. I like to say love and peace to everyone in the world. Come back tonight, Friday, eight PM for it's because I'm black and see what I have to say. Have a wonderful night.
3: Peace nation. <laughs>
2: Plus